mean what you mean. You're listening to the UK Lock-In. Hey, I'm Bree Steele and this is the UK Lock-In, where I interview the UK's biggest and best artists from all over the UK, all eras, all genres. I just love it all. Today on the show, I am talking to Joy Crooks. She called in from London. She was just about to have her dinner and she is so talented. She's a singer and I can't, I don't even know what genre to put her in. She's kind of like soul, kind of pop. Either way, her new EP, Reminiscence, is brilliant. It is on high rotation for me. I'm obsessed. Joy is wise and so eloquent and just graceful. We have a really interesting chat. She's very honest and I just learned a lot from her. She's got her head screwed on right and I cannot wait to see what comes of her. Make sure you follow Joy Crooks on Instagram and Twitter. Just search Joy Crooks, but all the info is in the bio below. And make sure you follow us, UK Lockin and me, Brie underscore Steele. And while you're on your phone, you might as well just subscribe and rate this podcast so we continue to get amazing artists on the show. Yeah, Joy's about to blow your mind. The wisdom she dropped on us, get ready for it. This is Joy Crooks on the UK Lockin. Calling all the way from London, we have Joy Crooks. Hi, Joy. Hi. How, how you, you going? Doing? Yeah, good. How are you? Getting dinner made by one of my good friends. Oh. For me, so I can't really complain. That is the life. What are you having for dinner? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm quite happy to be surprised, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's the joy of getting like a meal cooked for you, really. For sure. Um, So for sure. you are from South London. Correct. You're from Elephant Castle, the same as Michael Caine. Yes, the same as Michael Caine. There must be something in the water there, you and guys. And Michael Faraday. Really? Like, it yeah. produces a talented bunch. What's, what's, what is it about Elephant Castle? Um, it's a good question. It might be the roundabout. <laughs> the roundabout. It's a magical roundabout. It's, I don't know about it being magical. It's just you learn how to kind of survive on that roundabout. It's like <laughs> go-karting. So you've just released a brand new EP called Reminiscence. And I have to say, I am obsessed with it. I genuinely love it so much. It's been on repeat. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, how, I really appreciate that. No worries. Like, how long has it taken you to, like, release this EP? Did you have a clear vision? Tell me the story behind it. I always hear artists, when they talk about their bodies of work, being like, yeah, you know, I had this planned out and la 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 And um, I don't know if I can say that I had it all planned out I think the way the nature of how I write songs they kind of um my good ones or the best ones I believe just fall into place and it's me kind of telling a story about a time um a a particular time and then when if that gets produced a year later or two years later or three years later that's just kind of how it works so this body of work kind of falling into my lap and you know being being a, a story or a narrative of the past maybe six months to a year or to a year and a half of my life and I'd say that they were a really honest collection of songs and I think the narratives the narrative that I know is obviously personal to me but a lot of people have interpreted the narrative and then stuff like the artwork and 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 the snippet videos and stuff kind of just fell into place and they were just fun like the fun little ideas my friends and I did and my little brother took the EP cover so it's not like did I did he? a photo shoot yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't really tell you the honest story about that one because <laughs> we'd snuck out um, onto the onto the roof of my grandma's house in Bangladesh. And um, I may or may not have wanted to 
smoke a cigarette and uh and it you know in bangladesh you can't really it's not something you can just do on the street as a woman so i kind of had to sneak up and he was like look i've got your back as long as you let me play football so i was like cool but can you please take a, I was I, maybe I, he asked something like can you just can I can I please use your camera or something like that and I was like okay now I'll teach you how to use it because it was an old camera and he took that photo and it was me with a moody face because I hadn't um had any nicotine for about two weeks before that photo <laughs> and I was in a Prague t-shirt that he owned and um and some some tracksuit bottoms that didn't fit me and that was the EP cover I love that how old's your brother 10 oh I love that. What a talented little He was nine when he took the photo, though. Oh, he's got a future ahead of him as a photographer, I reckon. I don't know about that. <laughs> but I love that. So it just like, I hate using this word. I think sometimes it sounds a bit wanky, but it's it's authentic when I say it. It Everything just sounds like it came authentically and organically together for this project. Yeah, I think I think it did. I'm, I'm, not, I'm really not trying to blow my own trumpet. I, that's, I just genuinely think that's the truth. Yeah, no. And because you can kind of, you can feel it. And I love the little video you made for social media to promote reminiscence. It is so funny. Um, it's, oh. it's so clever. <laughs> oh, that was that was a big joke as well. My mates and I just did that together. Yeah, but it's just, it works. And it just feels like, it just feels like when you're in your early 20s and you're just like hanging around with mates, being silly. Like it just feels exactly what it feels like to be in your early 10, 20s, late teens, which is what you are, aren't you? Yes, I'm, I'm just turned 20. Oh, happy birthday. When's your birthday? Well, not just turned. I mean October, but I'd like to think it was just turned. <laughs> Are you a Libran? Libran? I am a Libra, yeah. Yes, we're complementary opposites. I'm an Aries. <laughs> just an FYI. Oh, wow. Yeah, my best friend's an Aries. Yeah, see, it works. Um, but so I want to talk about like how you got to where you are now because I know that you left school when you were 16 to pursue mm-hmm. music. And you were working with a producer and he kind of gaslit you and he doesn't sound like he was an, a very supportive person to have around. No, he was, but he wasn't. That was the problem. Okay. It's, you know, if someone's consistently shit to you, then I guess you kind of just know that they're not a good person. But when they kind of throw affection and also um, and don't reciprocate that kind of affection with actions, then I think it actually makes it worse. Yeah, it's gaslighting. It's, it's actually the worst thing because it tricks you. And it happened so gradually. Yeah. I've had it done to me before. How did you come back from that? It sounds like you kind of were confused about who am I? What am I? What are my talents? How did you kind of? So many different ways. Spending time with people that I knew kind of unconditionally loved me. Spending time with um, my computer, learning how to use Logic. Um, spending time doing exercise. There were loads of different ways to be honest with you. So just self care, really. Yeah, massively. Yeah. And what's your writing process? Do you start with the lyrics first or the melody? What? How does it go? Writing no. process. Oh my god, it varies. It always varies. Sometimes I write a whole song, just I write a whole bass line, or you know, on my on my way to Tesco's. <laughs> Sometimes I, I write a song kind of conventionally and start with the chords and then add the melodies and you know, it all it really all varies. To get to where you are, did you post a lot on YouTube? Are you of that kind of YouTube SoundCloud generation? Oh yeah, 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 hundred percent. Like the two thousand eleven club for sure. Yeah, I saw some yeah. old YouTube videos of you. Like, you look like a little baby. You look so young. I did look very young. Yeah. Do you love looking back at those videos or do you feel a bit cringy? I just, I have to accept it. They're <laughs> out in the world. Like, I was, I was, that was cool when I was that age. So I can't really hate myself for that. Exactly. No, fair enough. So, okay, I have a question. And every interview I read about you, because I find that if people don't have 
like a clear kind of ethnicity if it's not easy to tell where people are from people are very much obsessed with that and every single interview i read with you everyone mentions that you have an irish father and a bangladeshi mother is that is your heritage important to you is it something that defines you or it's just a small bit of who you are as a whole i like that you asked that question because i think it intrigues people to me it's just who i am you know and i think you know the same way that i just so happen to play guitar i just so happen to get the bus here and there some sometimes almost every day you know my heritage just happens to be what it is it's just my genetic structure but the fact that it impresses everyone is is obviously a half a compliment half a bit like you know that's not the only thing I've got yeah I found Um, it weird because obviously you know I I did a lot of research before I chatted to you and because you know I follow your career you know by myself as a fan but I just want to dig a bit deeper to be honest with you to be completely honest not to take away from my heritage heritage is massively important to me I'm massively influenced by my ancestors by where I'm from by my mannerisms by the fact that it makes up who I am by the fact that it makes up my instincts the the way I respond to people the way I speak to people the way I don't speak to people um you know and my heritage isn't only the countries I'm from it's where I grew up as well you know South London so I guess it would be it would be a shame for me to say no it's not important it is important I just think it it shouldn't be romanticized either yeah it shouldn't be romanticized because that's not the only person that should romanticize it is me no one else should be romanticizing that yeah it should be my choice to romanticize as opposed to everyone else's Exactly. I but it's fine agree. for people to show love. You know, when I when I get little South Asian girls messaging me, being like, "Oh, um, you know, you know, they might be in their early early teens," and they, you know, I didn't see any South Asian artists growing up. It's not really a thing for South Asian women to become artists, to become musicians, just within our families and stuff within our culture. So that really does that. You know, that plays a huge part in my in my little heart. But yeah. um, but other than that, you know, I don't like. It was what I said about romanticizing. It shouldn't be romanticized. It should be appreciated if if that is what you want to do. But be, you know, romanticizing it is a little bit dangerous. It's you know, it can it can just be a selling point for people, and I don't want that to be the selling point. I want the music to be the selling point. Yeah, I agree because that's one thing that really struck me, and I was like, I don't know if it bothers you. I don't know. I just wanted to find out because I just thought it was really interesting that people are very, and it's not just you that it happens to. But I just noticed that it happens a lot. And I was curious about it. People need to, people like to pigeon people. Yes, they you know, really do. People. I, f- I get frustrated by that because especially with, yeah, with genres. I think and like, when you're interested in an artist, you, you realise how much you don't want to pigeonhole them. Yeah, exactly. And you especially know. in the UK, I have said this to the last few artists that I've interviewed. It's all of you are doing your own thing. Like everyone from the UK, no one sounds the same everyone is really on their own wave like where do you get your confidence from to be your authentic self where do I get my confidence from yeah like myself from yourself I'm just really bad at lying I love that to be honest with you I'm just not very good at lying I I am the type of um, I wear my I wear my heart on my sleeve but I also wear my emotions on my face so if I don't (laughs) like someone if I don't like something I I come I remove myself from it and I I guess if that scene is confidence then great but if it's just a it's an instinct in me I just if I don't like something I can't really lie about if it's not something if something isn't true to me I can't really um shun you know um stay away from that I love that because you know who had a similar answer to you, who you actually I've seen in the studio with, is Lily Allen. You and Lily had the oh, exact really? same answer to that question, yeah. Oh, wow. And um, Love Lily. Because, yeah, so you guys have been in the studio together. I saw on Instagram a few months ago. Yes, she's hilarious. She's so funny. <laughs> 
she's like yeah she's like big sister vibes in uh, in the music industry she's really lovely and she's given me incredible words of wisdom and and she's looked after me and taken me under her wing and and hasn't done the whole like co-sign thing it's been really genuine and she's kind of given me a space to create when she wasn't using her space and stuff she's a, she's amazing she's amazing I love that because I know that her uh, Lily Allen and Shy effects have kind of combined resources haven't they to make like a kind of super studio is that true yeah yeah, yeah. I've worked with Shy as well he's so funny <laughs> I call him Uncle Dre <laughs> I love Shy Effects. He's my favorite UK. Yeah, like, he's a sweetheart. Oh, he's just amazing. I, like he do, he can do no wrong in my eyes, as far as I'm concerned. No, he's um he's a legend. He's he, a legend in the game. He is, and um, um and that can't go unsaid. Okay, quick question because I know dinner must be nearly ready. Um, it's almost ready. Oh, it's all, okay. So, quick question. No, don't worry. Don't worry. Frida Kahlo. I've noticed she's popping up in all of your videos. Clearly, someone who's really important to you. I think she's great. To be honest with you. What I love about Frida Kahlo, and I think a lot of women see it, is her honesty and her, her bravery. And I think I just the same way that people might wear a cross on their neck or whatever, I um I I, I pay a lot of respect to Frida Kahlo because I think that she I don't like to say icon, she was just she was a person. Um and she she lived vicariously and she um you know, she 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 paved the way for a lot of young women to kind of do what they wanted to do and be honest and true to themselves. Um, and, you know, there's weird little things, like she's, um, you know, she came from mixed heritage as well, and just small kind of connections. And also, just it's also a bit of a joke, because my um, dad used to call me Frida when I was a kid, because I had one eyebrow, so that's another <laughs> reason why. But I try not to mention that reason either. <laughs> Don't worry, we were all there, Joy. Do not it's worry. Like, it's like, it's owning, it's like ownership. It's owning back the name that was used against me yeah the well past that was used against me yeah that's what you gotta do like you gotta get the realizing car. she was sick yeah i love it like she didn't give a shit she was just like she was who she was i love it a hundred percent you're obviously kind of you're you're on the up and you're on the come up and it looks like you're having a great time and the music you're releasing is just stunning when you. when you picture your life and your career, you know, what do you see? What's your kind of dream scenario here? Oh, dream scenario. I thought you, said, I thought you were going to say, what do I see? Just stress. Um, <laughs> dream scenario, uh, longevity, to be honest with you, being able to do this and call this my job for as long as I can and, and make a humble living out of it and be able to maybe someday, you know, raise a family. And, and <laughs> that's the honest truth. I'm not really looking to... Um, you know, I'm not looking for anything like fame or, or anything kind of... Uh, it's a bit like, you know, when you... The best way to describe it is, you know, when you can wish for something, so you can wish on an eyelash or you can wish on a shooting star, la, 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 and you might wish for a new car, but what you don't know about that new car is it might not work, it might be really dangerous, and you don't think of all the other things that will come come with it, mm. Does it, if that makes sense. So whenever I make a wish, I always wish to be happy because I think... I know it sounds corny, but you can't really... There's no loopholes with that. Does that make sense? So yeah. if I was to wish for something as fickle as fame, then that could come with serious repercussions. If I if if I want to if I want to live a if I want to live artistically, then I have to live vicariously and creatively. But if I want to live, you know, a, a somewhat normal life, then I think I have to live sanely and and be and be very much still a normal human being. Um, and I think that's just kind of what I wish for. I just wish that this can be my job, and I really a job that I really enjoy. And I have fun with it and, and hopefully someday um, have a family or, you know, um, you know, have a have some some kind of security 
And then, and then on top of that, just longevity. I think longevity is a form of security within careers. It might be a really boring answer, but that's, no. <laughs> that's the best I could do. How did you get so wise? You're so young, but to have that kind of foresight and wisdom, like, I mean, just because you're young doesn't mean you can't be wise. But wow. Where did this like I just think it's it's, just, it's what I said, it's loopholes. You know, you can wish for a pair of diamond earrings, but someone could have died making them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like you, you know, um I think just be just be be realistic. <laughs> I love that. Oh, you've just blown my mind. Um because it's not often I get that answer, like a real kind of nice genuine answer to that question so thank you it's just it's us being as honest as i can to be honest with you before we go i just really want to know when are you coming to australia oh my goodness i have no idea um please oh, come soon you just seem so far away <laughs> i know but you know people no one used to come to australia like only the super big names used to come very very like like few and far between but now in yeah. the last few years we've had pretty much every major uk artist and every up and coming yeah. we've had we've had so many uk artists come over in the last few years so you have to join and come over it's only 24 hours on the plane only 24 <laughs> but My it's, goodness. it's I worth know it. what to do for 24 hours it's beautiful but i'd love to i'd love to i just don't like snakes or spiders don't worry there aren't that many there are 23 million that- of us in australia and we we all survive <laughs> Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Just doesn't take away all the Facebook videos of like giant tarantulas in people's like living room. Yeah, that's that's mostly only in Queensland where I grew up, and I live in Melbourne now, and it's not like that here. What's so. the scariest thing you saw in Queensland? Um, one time we came home from holiday when I was a kid, and my mum opened like the balcony door, and there was a brown snake stuck in between the glass door and the fly screen door. And it jumped out at my mum and then it got stuck in their room. It was a very stressful situation. And brown snakes, one of the most poisonous snakes in Australia. Right. So you're really selling Australia to me. <laughs> but that was in that was in <laughs> Queensland. You would most likely spend most of your time in Melbourne and Sydney. So, Do they have crazy things going? Not really, no. Like not in terms That's of animals. No, no, no. Seriously, like not compared to Queensland. You might get the occasional snake in New South Wales, but... In Melbourne, Melbourne's probably the safest. We've got the lowest okay, amount I'll, of... Okay, I'll, I'll come to Melbourne then. Yeah, it's the best city. Don't like, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> Bless you. Thing, it was so lovely speaking to you and thank you so much for coming on the UK Lock-In. Um, and yeah, everyone listen to Reminiscence. Thank you so much, my lovely. Take care, my love. You too, bye. Isn't she lovely? Isn't she wonderful? Joy Crooks, make sure you check out her Reminiscence EP. She is so graceful and talented and down to earth. The feeling that her EP gives me is that same excitement and joy and wonder and freedom that you feel on your best day in your 20s. Definitely follow UK Lock-In so you can stay across all the artists that we talk to on the show and make sure you get in touch. I want to hear from you and I want to know who you want to hear on the show next. We'll get them on. And um, while you're on your phone, you might as well like and subscribe. That's a YouTube thing. Wait, subscribe and rate the podcast so that we can continue to have amazing UK artists on the show and speaking of we've got some exciting chats coming up so make sure you subscribe and you can stay across it as soon as it comes out but I will see you very soon stay well party hard and I'll see you soon I love you bye